Hey guys, what's going on? It's your host, your boy, George McKay, back here on the MLW Rewind for a special Saturday night edition. That's right. And I never do it alone. I do it with the always tired, always grumpy, always future skullet, Uncle Bobby B. You have to go there with the hair, right? <laughs> you were just talking about it. Having a few smokes after the epic first live event, well, pay-per-view, pay-per-view yeah. if you will in four years for mlw that's right never say never and this is the review show if you're watching on youtube hello it's late but hey if you have insomnia and you picked us we appreciate you if you are listening on all audio podcast platforms welcome and if you're listening on sunday night's main event that's the snme patreon and free feed welcome this is mlw rewind and here we go never say never started off fast and furious with jacob fatu versus calvin tankman for the open weight title these two did not hold back from the selling, the move sets, the agility for two big men their size. They can go. Jacob Vatu, though, finally hitting. Did he hit? I think he finished with the moonsault, did he not? I believe so. Excuse me, hit the moonsault oh, for the one, two, three, and that was it. Jacob Vatu retained for the open weight title. And then he cut a very honest, very real, very raw promo. Now, listen, we're not going to discuss his outside situations that are happening right now which may or may not have happened with money or stuff like that. Nothing of that is going to be discussed here. This is strictly MLW and what's happening in MLW. And this match did not disappoint. That promo was heartfelt, literally calling Calvin Tankman the toughest opponent he's faced in a very long time. Bobby, what did you think of the opening match? And what did you think of that promo from Jacob Fatu to Calvin Tankman? Uh, It was a great way to start the show. Like you said, they started off hot. Two big cats who were really throwing hard at each other. Uh, we thought Jacob Fatu might be going down with a knee injury early on. And we were just like, oh, no, this is like shades of what happened to Hammer when he, him and Hammer worked. But no, it, it might have just been part of the match. And he managed to to recover and, and finish and get the W. Uh, great way to start the show. Really enjoyable match promo. Fantastic, Jacob Fatu. When he honest, wants, real, and raw, man. Yeah, when he wants to come from the heart, he does, and uh, it was it was a great way to start the show. Calvin Tankman is quickly uh, filling that void of being the next big thing that was kind of vacated by Alex Kane as he became a big thing in the past few months. So, uh, look to see more of Calvin Tankman. Absolutely. Look to see more of Calvin Tankman in those situations with those big fight feels for sure. Yeah, he's definitely ready for more, uh, more big fight matches in MLW. And I can't wait to see what happens with him. Next match on the card was title for title. That's right. The featherweight division uh, championship was on the line. And the XWXW, WXW, sorry. It's been a long night. It has. The WXW title was on the line as Ava Everett took on Delmi XO. And these two ladies were not pulling any punches. Ava cut a uh, rather very honest and kind of snobbish promo before uh, making her appearance to the ring and uh, quickly tried to take the belts and just walk away. But Delmi was having nothing of that. And she laid into her. And it was a lot of great movesets that were thrown back and forth. Uh, momentum there was definitely on Ava's side for a bit. But Delmi uh, quickly regained her footing, regained her momentum. She hit that Delmi driver for the one, two, three. And we were surprised. I did not think that the title... Her title match was actually going to happen. I thought it was going to go to a, a draw, time limit draw, or a counter or disqualification. But no, uh, WXW puts the strap on Delmi, and now she can defend that title in Europe, as well as bring the featherweight title over there and defend that to make it international. I mean, you can't call it a world title without really defending it all over the world that you can. So Delmi, Delmi two belts, the queen goddess, 
uh definitely doing her thing what did you think of this one yeah it was a good match um both these ladies went hard at each other uh delmi getting the win like you said via the delmi driver becoming delmi two belts this is a great opportunity for her she's going to be able to go over to germany now uh, apply her trade in europe hopefully we'll see the mlw title defended over there uh happy for delmi she seemed to be just over the moon with herself uh Nice to see Ava Everett work in here too. I hope that's not the last we see of her. But this was a a fall as a follow up to that first match. This was perfect. And uh, was it was it odd? Did you notice that some of the camera angles they were showing when Delmi was raising the belts, they were kind of covering the entranceway and back half of the ring. I really thought for a split second I did. I thought Taya may come out and ruin the celebration, but no Taya Valkyrie. She did not show up tonight. But just the angles that they were filming. I thought I thought maybe someone was going to come out and rain on her parade, but nobody I, did. I thought she might even have come out during the match, but nope, nope. Delmi got the win. She got the win clean. She's your new uh, WXW Women's Champion. She's your current MLW Featherweight Champion, and life is life is good right now for the Queen Goddess. If you're the God Queen, yeah. yeah, absolutely, absolutely for sure. So shout out, congratulations to Delmi. First title change of the night. Next match on the card was going to be hot, was going to be heavy, was going to be a tactical wrestling clinic as it was Timothy Thatcher taking on Tracy Hot Sauce Williams. This match was exactly that. For the first five, six minutes, it was nothing but shoot wrestling, catch wrestling, hold submissions, a lot of hard strikes, and everything went great. And then an odd turn happened mid-match where I believe it was a belly-to-belly -belly or a German suplex. Tracy Hot Sauce Williams hit on Thatcher Thatcher was able to kind of raise one shoulder, come up from the pin. Great positioning and kudos to the ref on that because he was counting and then did stop the count. But then Thatcher wasn't moving. He had that glazed look over his eyes and they did stop the match. This was not kayfabe. They stopped the match, brought out medical attention. Uh, Hot Sauce Williams did get the win. Rather upset with uh, the finish because obviously there was more story to tell in this match. We found out later on in the event that uh, Timothy Thatcher had been diagnosed with a concussion. So good Great safety from MLW and from the ref to make sure that everybody was safe. We wish Timothy Thatcher a very speedy and quick recovery. Concussions can definitely be hit and miss. Yeah. But what did you think about, I mean, I thought that MLW sprang great into action. I thought the right calls were made. And even though it kind of took the wind out of the sails for a few minutes, I thought the crowd recognized Timothy. And even when he was walking to the back, he's total 100% G because he refused to take any help. He was stumbling, but he did make it up to the ramp and exit the venue backstage anyways exit to the backstage area before i guess he received more medical attention but he rolled out of the ring and he walked all the way from the ring to the back so what'd you think of that uh well you know as a fan of technical wrestling i was really looking forward to this match that it started very technical like 25 years ago i was on a wrestling team and, and i used i i loved watching these guys applying like just a simple thing like like using a half nelson to roll the guy over stuff that you do in wrestling that you maybe don't see as much in pro wrestling uh, but those little things I really enjoyed seeing. And this match was great until the unfortunate event. Um, I wrestled one match and I got concussed in said match. So I know exactly how that feels. And uh, it's very appreciated that the ref, you know, was right in there. Uh, safety is always number one. And great positioning too. Yeah. Flawless positioning. Great, great positioning. I, th I think it probably was the right call. You can't screw around with a with a concussion, especially if you're not sure of the severity. Well, and, and Thatcher stumbling was definitely yeah. a sign that something was wrong. This was Be not kayfabe. Something was 100% yeah. wrong. Better safe than sorry when it comes to that stuff. You can always have another match. You can't have another brain. So great for what it was, for as long as it was. Uh, just gives the incentive for MLW to have another match with these guys that they can 
finish. Now, you would think it would take a while to get momentum back in a swing of things, but no, MLW is smart as they announced the 2023 Open Draft. And we got our first overall pick announced right after this unfortunate incident. And again, we wish a speedy recovery to Mr. Thatcher and hope he's back in an MLW or any ring period in the near future. But the first overall pick in this year's draft was none other than, trying to do a drum roll, not really good at it, Kevin Blackwood. That's right. Kevin Blackwood, one of the Buffalo boys, he is going to be coming to MLW. Holy shit, game changer. Well, it, it's is he going to be coming to do like a round of tapings or is he a signing like we've seen, you know, Akira, Ricky Sheen Page? Kane. Yeah. So uh, either, way, it'll, either way, it'll be nice to see. Like we've, we've seen Blackwood compete. We've Usually seen him the in guys person. in the we've draft. I mean, the guys other than Lee Moriarty in the 2021 draft um, or sorry, 2022 draft, he came in for a round of tapings. But a lot of the guys, especially the first overall pick, is usually signed. Yeah. So, hey, we've seen Blackwood work a, a number of times live. Great. Uh, a lot of lot of energy, a lot of technical ability, a bit of a throwback wrestler. He, you know, he loves his his classic wrestling. You can tell by the way he works. Uh, so that's that's a great pickup for MLW. He's, he's very versatile, can work with a lot of different guys, uh, and he's been around for a few years now. So it's a solid pickup, I, I thought. Absolutely. Next match on the card was the Texas whipping match or country whipping the, match? Yeah, leather strap match. Oh, no, it wasn't a strap match. Oh, it, was a, it was a whipping match. Texas they were whipping, whipping match. Te Texas country know. whipping match. Whatever it was, it was Mance Warner, Sam Adonis. And some leather straps. And some leather straps. Uh, they weren't attached to each other. They just had the straps, and they were able to use them for whips. And let me tell you something, man. This match was exactly what you thought it was. Everything but the kitchen sink was used. Mance Warner bled profusely. Sam Adonis treated the crowd like absolute shit. To the one point where there's that one fan in Philly who we see on a regular basis, young lady, nice young lady, where he looked over at her and began to almost regurgitate uh, and say, nope. Nope. And then walk the other way. So Sam Adonis really knowing how to get those that heat uh, very organically, too. He just comes out like a complete utter but uh, gas. He's a true heel. He's a true heel, 150%. And um, thank God they had him right after that one because he was able to cut an extremely long promo to get the heat back in the room, to get the crowd hyped up to see him get his ass kicked. And uh, this match, like I said, they fought all over the place. Mance Warner looked great. Sam Adonis looked great. And then uh, the Azteca Lucha Henchman came out. They kind of stopped the party, and it was a three-on-one assault before the SGC and Microman. That's right, Microman wearing Manders cowboy hat. He looked fantastic, by the way. He absolutely looked great. Looked great. Uh, they came in to kind of even the odds, and then it was almost a two-on-one, or a, I should say a one-and-a-half-on-one, as Microman went in to hit Sam Adonis with a kendo stick. Sam, feeling a little, you know, swing on his back, turned around, looked out at Microman, and boot fucked him hard to the mat where i thought microman might have been seriously hurt but mance seeing that did not like it he jumped right up put sam through the table and then there was a one the two the three and mance warner finally defeats sam adonis and we see the storyline come to a close and at the end the sgc celebrate with a couple cold ones as three and a half members that's right three and a half members Celebrate with a round of beers and enjoy the victory of Mance Warner over Sam Adonis. I love this match from the promo to everything in between to Microman to the boot fuck. Glad Microman was able to stand up and have a cold one with the boys and everybody. I mean, it just it, 
tonight the vibe of the locker room was let's show them what they've been missing and i felt like that really happened throughout the night in complete fluidity corp Bauer and team and everyone in the locker room should be fucking damn proud of themselves rob what do you think of this one fun it was fun they uh beat the shit out of each other I mean, I love me some Manders. Uh, the way they had the match finish was fun. SGC was out there doing some, uh, I think they're doing a fusion taping after this. Not right after this. Or I believe maybe it was a it round was before, of tapings. Or maybe it was before, but whatever. Uh, SGC's working on that taping. So uh, why not get them involved? I mean, it, it was a good way to finish the match. Give Mance that win that he's been chasing on uh on Sam Adonis for so long. Well, he almost had it in the strap match, but Sam Adonis was able to touch the last turnbuckle and kind of steal the win in that one on the last fusion. So yeah, it looked like they were using, honestly, the first thing, those other straps. I'm like, those are straps for like knife sharpening. Um, yeah, they still hurt regardless. They still yeah, fucking hurt. Still made and, leather. You, and you could see the welts on both guys' bodies as the match ended. And Mance, though, I mean, you know, the quickest way to thin your blood is to have a couple cold ones. I mean, so... I don't know about you, but like I definitely got hit with a belt at some point in a, in my childhood, and like that, you hear that leather snap, and you're like, no, nope, you don't want any part of that. These like a guys, lawnmower, these you get guys back here going hard. Like, damn. <laughs> yeah, it reminded me of my childhood. For yeah, sure. reminded me of my childhood. PTSD for sure. from that match. <laughs> Next match on the card, the fans bring the weapons match. That's right. The cactus was there. Great. Was a cactus. There was a ps4 or ps3 wrapped in barbed wire but the calling came out sst came out the calling tried to attack sst before the match even began jacob Batu came out to even the odds before security only targeted him and only handcuffed him as they walked right by delirious and the gas mask goons but eventually everyone did clear the area for sst and the calling to get down and dirty garbage cans were thrown in the ring lance got boot fucked by the PS4 Raptor barbed wire. Akira got Samoan dropped on a cactus, and that looked like it was painful as fuck. If if that was a cell, it was one of the best cells I've ever seen because he looked like that cactus was like napalm, the way he reacted. It was amazing. Chair shot upon chair shot, garbage can off a of gar... Did you see the part where they put the garbage can up to Juicy's head? Like straight like this, it was already flattened, and they used the chair to yeah. bash it in. Completely creative stuff from Ricky Shane Page and Akira. And uh, putting Juicy through a table, it became a two-on-one assault. Lance was put through the table. Ricky Shane Page then came, brought him up and did quote the Raven trademark DDT. The which, Raven effect. The Raven effect, if you will. I like to quote the Raven. It's better. But anyways, the Raven effect and for the one, two, three. And now the calling, as we predicted, are now, well, Akira is a double champion with the middleweight and one half of the tag team champions. Ricky Shane Page has gold. Mandy Leon definitely has her sights on the featherweight. They've been targeting Jacob Fatou for the open weight. Not sure who's going to go after that. Ricky. Ricky uh, after that. Okay, so Ricky after the open weight. And then the only person standing in the way would be either Hammerstone or Kane after tonight's event. And man, oh man, this match was incredible. Uh, like I said, they really went out there hard. Sucks to see the SST lose. But regardless of the fact... Oh, I did forget to mention that halfway through the match, the Gas Mask Goons and Delirious did come back out. Jacob Batu came back out. But no matter how many people came back up, it was Ricky Shane Page hitting the Raven effect on Lance for the win. And we've got new tag team titles. So that is our second title change of the night. Absolutely insane. What a match. Whoever brought the cactus 
fucking thank you. You are the true MVP of tonight's event. 150%. You're a fucking genius. Cactus guy, get in touch with us. We would love to have you on the rewind to talk about how you came up with that fucking cactus because it was brilliant. Rob. I'm going to rewind for a second uh, because I did want to mention when we talked about the open draft, Can you Kevin Blackwood. Yeah. That uh, was Mr. St. Laurent who kind of made the announcement announcing that Blackwood would be the first member of his World Titan Federation. Yeah, I'm getting to that. That's after this. Was match. this after that? Yes. And then Becca came out. Then it was the main event. Okay, we'll continue then. So, so we're now we're fast forwarding. Rob, what are your thoughts on the match? Then I'll get to the promo from St. Laurent. Oh, the match was great. The match was great. Fans bring the weapons is always fun. Oh, the plunger. We've got to talk about Ricky Shane Payne. Ricky getting the got that plunger right to the snout. He took that one. That was like fans love that. That's that's a, a crowd pleasing match because fans are all excited to see the weapon they brought get used. It's unpredictable because, excuse me, you're stuck using the weapons the fans brought you. And uh, it was a lot of fun. These guys enjoy pain. I think all of them. Mm -hmm. So they excuse me. Oh, my God. I got the hiccups. Mm -hmm. they beat the hell out of each other i'm gonna stop talking before i hiccup again george continues all right after this match we had mesa st laurent with sam laterna on the ring entrance and yes st laurent did announce kevin black would be part of his new faction if you will the world titan federation uh which is a blatant shot at you know who shall not be named but we know we all know guys we all know and then he announced the second member and the second member is absolutely a huge get one of the hottest free agents in pro wrestling. You've seen him everywhere since his departure from WWE. That's right. Matt Cardona is coming. The king of death matches himself. Is coming to MLW. Looking great in that suit. By his pool. With his cigar. With his beautiful wife probably inside the building. The fact is, is that Matt Cardona coming. This is a huge get for MLW. This will bring a lot of eyes to the product. Because Cardona has a huge following. And uh, we got to find a way to try to get this guy on the show. I'm going to have to start emailing MLW media people as of tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. Expect my first email, guys. But we're going to try to see what we can do. We get Cardona. But regardless of the fact, Cardona has now been added to St. Laurent. And also, Sam Laterna, though, she did try to pull the hard question. She tried to ask blatantly about St. Laurent stealing money from Microman. St. Laurent saying Microman stole everything from him. So he's turning it on Microman. Incredible. What do you think about the announcement of the World Titan Federation well, and Kevin Blackwood and Matt Cardona being additions? I didn't like it because it put the kibosh on my theory that Mr. St. Laurent was the man behind the Boumaier Fight Club. Mm -hmm. Uh, mm -hmm. We're going to get to that next. Other than that, I mean, it, it'd be interesting to see where this goes. Uh, they've kind of announced this faction, if you will, um, and a couple of members, but I want to see what happens with it. Could be interesting. It's definitely going to be an interesting turn as we lead right now into our, our next event, which is going to be on Fight Plus, which is called Fury Road. That is taking place, I believe, sometime in September. So get ready for that. The next crop of tapings will lead up to that. Uh, and now we get uh, a pop star performance. That's right. Rob's favorite Hot artist, fun. Becca, performed Hot Summer Fun. And unfortunately, her opening act Supposed to be Doja Cat. Due to scheduling conflicts, Hot Doja Cat could not make it to the uh, 2300 Arena. But Becca, loving the fans, came out. Hot and, Summer Fun. And sang Hot Summer Fun, as Rob is grooving to it right now, with all of her backup dancers. They Everybody looked great. Becca looked great. She sounded terribly great. I'm just going to, I'm going to step away 
and I'm going to let you take full control well, of this. Well, I mean, clearly that's going to be the party anthem of the summer hmm. for everybody. It is on Spotify, and you can uh, watch the music video on YouTube. I've done both already. Of course uh, you have. <laughs> of course you have. Well, I had to know what I was expecting. for the. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a banger of a track. It's just really, really simple and easygoing. It's got a groove to it. The lyrics are deep. But it's not, got three three, But not super deep that yeah. you can't you Hot summer understand fun. them. It really encapsulates that image of having fun uh-huh. in the heat in summer so I'm, 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 I'm feeling it hot summer fun guy it's gonna go straight to number one on the billboard hot 100 damn for sure. already number one in my chart absolutely it was great becca you look fantastic you sounded god awful like you were strangling a cat but regard yeah regardless. voice of an angel all right and moving on now after years, and I mean years, of speculation, we finally get revealed on who is the bankroller for the Boom IA Fight Club. And you know who it is? It is the greatest fight promoter in our lifetime. The one, the only, Don fucking King. Yeah, let that soak in for a second. Don King has been bankrolling Boomaye has been bankrolling Alex Kane, has been bankrolling Mr. Thomas. Boomaye is for the people under the pocketbook of Don fucking King. Rob, we Don King was not even on our short list. What do you what do you think of this swerve? I, I you can tell by my face. I don't need to give you my answers because I'm already saying them, but my face adulation. Who better than the greatest fight promoter of all time to be promoting the greatest fight club of all time? If I'm being honest, I wasn't super excited when that happened. Fair um, enough. It was like, hey, Don, can you cut this cameo for us Like, and say these things? And it's like, you really had an opportunity here to make it somebody that can be involved. And Unless that's not what we want. We just want the Bumaye bankroller to be... He's, he's back there and he does his thing. But I feel like... I think you, that's what a bankroller does. I, like a I, silent I partner. That, but you could have had, like... I actually thought Dan Lambert, when they brought him up, I was like, oh, that would have been actually made sense. And Lambert can talk. And not that Alex needs anyone to talk for him. But if you were going to bring him in as somebody on screen, Lambert would be a good choice. Mm. When I saw Don King, I was just like, okay, so this is going to be more or less a one-off. Just kind of uh, get the, the Don King pop. And, and you know, I'm sure... Like, Alex probably thought that was a great idea. It was like, hell yeah. And if that's what the case was, then I'm happy if he was happy. I just thought it was a bit of a missed opportunity to carry forward some stories and, and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, uh, Bumaye is for the people, so who might argue? Absolutely. Only in America. Only in America. In and, America. and now is the time for your main Hot event. summer fun. Stop it. Stop it now. Now is your time for the main event of the evening, which is not hot summer fun. It is down and dirty, grimy and gritty. Hammerstone versus Kane, who is the franchise of MLW. Kane came out with the entire Bumaye Fight Club surrounding him. The fans were literally screaming at the top of their lungs. No one has ever been so over in MLW as Alex Kane is right in this moment. Hammerstone coming out to a very hot Philadelphia crowd who could not care less about him. Usually throws his shirt out into the ring, out into the crowd, sorry. Didn't even bother. Rolled it up, threw it in the corner. The match begins. 
and we get exactly what we paid for. Shot after shot, defense after defense, offense after offense, suplex after suplex, nightmare pendulum twice. Hammerstone laid it all out there. Kane laid it all out there. And at one point, Hammer hawked up. And the crowd began to chant, same old shit. Same old shit. Definitely telling Hammer that his time as MLW champion has passed. And boy, did it. You can check the social medias right after it happened because I posted my video reaction of Alex Kane becoming your new MLW heavyweight champion. And it was a surreal moment. You could see it on Kane's face. He was shocked and in disbelief that he had worked so hard and it paid off and it had done. Who my A is for the people. And then he cut a heartfelt promo as MLW went off the air saying that everyone in this crowd, whether they booed him or cheered him, he loves them, he appreciates them, and they're going to get all this work. And they're going to take all this and go even further than where it is. He's going to elevate MLW. The Boomaya era, the Boomaya era is upon us. The Boomaya era, if you will. And it's fan-fucking-tastic. I actually hope that Court Bauer does take Kane suggested seriously and makes it the Boomaya belt. Rob, what do you got? Oh, man. Well, just like you, I was super happy for Alex. We've had him on the show before. He's a hell of a guy. Go through the archives. Just a great guy. Um, super chill. Super humble but a very hard worker. And if you've been watching the product consistently, like we have, you cannot say you have not seen this man's progression and his growth in so many aspects, especially over the last six months, especially over the last six months, he made himself absolutely undeniable. Mm, He he took the biggest baby face in the company and made the fans boo him. Like, think about that. This is a guy who's supposed to be somebody the fans can't stand. And he made himself so good that the fans can't help but cheer him. Think Bret Hart, Stone Cold Steve Austin, WrestleMania 13. Yeah. That's like, what you need to think of. Like, it, 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 it's just been amazing to watch this ride. The match was a lot of fun. They really booked it well. Like, they 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 planned it well. The, the, the sequences, everything had that big fight feel to it. Uh, the crowd was just so firmly behind Alex Kane. I... I almost felt a little bad for hammer because it, it's like the poor guy, no matter what he did, the crowd was not having it. It was just all boom. all night. And I'm super happy. Congratulations, Alex. You really do deserve this. Uh, and we're, we're very happy for you down here at uh, straight talk and, and MLW rewind. Absolutely. And there's no better way for us to end this than that. Congrats. The boom. fight club, new champ, boom. North is very proud of the Bumaye OGs, 100%. Bumaye North is for the people, but we do it in the cold, and we like it that way. Colder. It's colder. Anyways, from the north to the south, to the east, to the west, this has been your MLW Rewind for Never Say Never. We're going to do this again in September. We're going to keep bringing you the fusions every week. Follow, like, subscribe, please. We're at 754. We would love to get to that 1,000 mark on the Straight Talk channel. Straight Talk Wrestling on YouTube. Check us out. Support, support, support. We appreciate you. Love you if you took time out for us. This is going to be dropped on, like, literally recording right now at 11.15. We're wrapping. I'm going to edit post by 12. I am not going to post on socials. I am going to bed. I will post on socials tomorrow if you don't get it. But peace, love, and wrestling. We'll see you guys this Thursday. Hot summer fun. Bye, guys.